Good afternoon, Carlos. This is the Business Plugs Cryptocurrency Chat. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, man? How are you, Jordan? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Life's good. Cannot yeah, man. Um, so let's just get right into it. This is a crazy week in finance, crazy week in cryptocurrency, man. The first thing, first statement that I have to say is stable coins, as we see, are not stable. This is crazy. Yeah, that's definitely crazy. Um, I mean, just looking at the Terra USD stable coin, I mean, that's the biggest news at the moment, isn't it? Just, uh, wow, uh, down 24% in the last uh, 24 hours. And Luna down 20, uh, 93%. So, you know, those two uh, work together. Yeah, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm going to continue to keep my eye on Tether. Um, I know you mentioned before um, that they have declined a few audits. It's very interesting um, to see what happens to these stable coins. Um, one of the things, another thing I have to mention is the inflation came out. Um, I think it's around 8.2, 8.3 for the month of April, at least for the United States economy. And inflation continues to increase. I think when President Biden took office, inflation was less than 2.3%. And who knows where it's going to stop? Yeah, I mean, central banks generally, they want inflation to be, I mean, it depends. I'm, looking, I'm talking about the European Central Bank. I think it's 2%. I think most countries, uh, well, at least, let me speak about the United States and the uh, Eurozone. I think they want to keep inflation around 2%, 2 to 3%. But obviously, uh, with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic uh, and supply chains being shutting down, people not being at work, um, and economies uh, going down, obviously, we've seen uh, I mean, higher inflation rates, right, as interest rates were lowered. Um, and obviously, this uh, war with Russia, or Russia war in Ukraine, I should say, Russia and Ukraine has obviously uh, caused a lot of uh, disruptions as well. And this has also caused... Um, more inflation as Russia, at least Europe, is very dependent on Russian oil. And, um, yeah, the world has definitely been seeing some uh, unexpected changes, let's say. Definitely. Uh, speaking on the war, uh, I think it was on Monday, President Biden signed the Defense Lend and Lease Act of 2022. Um, really pulling back the history book. This really hasn't, the Lend and Lease Act hasn't been enacted since the early 1940s so we're really going back in time this is really going to allow the americans to send ukraine pretty much anything any type of weapon or aid that we want and he really doesn't have to go through congress the red tape has been pulled back so as we saw last night i think congress voted to send ukraine an extra 40 billion dollars and i'm going to expect that americans are now going to send ukraine some of our uh are more expensive weapons. We could see more anti-missile weapons. We could see more um, airplanes, actually. So bringing this back to cryptocurrency, um, overall, the market continues to drop, continues to drop. So what I usually tell people now is invest in code, invest in uh, good projects, and ignore the price. 
Yeah, absolutely. I have to agree with that. Um, in terms of the history side, I would say that I'm not really as savvy as you are, but definitely in terms of, uh, well, let's say like in terms of events, history, in terms of events, but in terms of price history, um, that's pretty much available to everyone, right? You can see that if you invest in good projects over time during bad periods like now or during the beginning of COVID-19, all of the markets were tanking and uh, that actually, as history shows, that's, that presents a very good buying opportunity. Um, but I think what's really important here is that everything that um, is a project or is a coin doesn't mean that it's valuable. Um, it really, I mean, it really depends on the fundamentals behind the project long term. I mean, is there a good team? Um, and what are the tokenomics, I think, are some really important factors. And if the project is actually going to provide some sort of value. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is also the same with stocks, right? So um, regardless of whether you believe in stocks going up long term or if you believe in crypto going up long term, I think um, history has uh, constantly shown that if you invest in good projects, even during bad times and uh, during the dips, I should say this is a huge dip, but buying during the dips usually presents the best buying opportunity. Do you, do you think we're close to the bottom right now? I think that's uh, very difficult to say. I'm not looking at the markets uh, as much as probably some of the people on Wall Street are. Um, I do think, uh, oh, man, that's a really good question. Are we at the bottom? Um, I don't know. I really cannot say. I mean, I know we've already lost a lot. All I can say is that we've already taken a huge hit. Um, I mean, the cryptocurrency market dropped from uh, two point something trillion, and now we're down to 1.3 uh, trillion. So it definitely lost a lot of its value. Um, and historically speaking, this would be a, a very good opportunity to buy. I mean, even and the, the thing is, though, if you do buy now, then you may still see your, uh, your initial uh, position drop. But uh, it's really hard, and it's historically very difficult to predict when the bottom will be because humans are not necessarily always rational. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. If I were to guess, uh, we have not seen the bottom. I wouldn't be surprised to see a 28,000 Bitcoin, a 1,900 Ether, for example. I saw today that Avalanche was around $30. And that is like crazy to me because I just remember the other day Avalanche was trading around $89, $91. So uh, speaking of kind of to go further, it during this time is when millionaires, in my opinion, are made. If you can find a good project and invest in it and hold, um, for example, XYO. Um, XYO is a cryptocurrency project that specializes in proof of location. So bringing proof of location, which is really just code, and they're trying to implement it in a real life scenario. So, for example, if you've ever received an Amazon package, um, I, for example, received an Amazon package. Well, I should have received one. The Amazon, I, I bought an Amazon package. Uh, it was really a laptop. And the Amazon driver took, took a picture of the box in front of my door, posted it to the Amazon network, and then he walked off with my laptop. So XY, XYO, the cryptocurrency, was going to use proof of location. So in the future, they're trying to implement a way where I, the end user who bought a laptop from Amazon, would able to see and prove that that 
package, the laptop, was indeed in my in front of my front door and is still in, in front of my front door when I come home from work. So that is a, an, an example of a cryptocurrency project that is implementing their code, attempting to implement their code in a real life scenario. That's uh, pretty interesting. So for those, uh, I mean, most people are going to see this later, but like in terms of finding projects like the XYL, because this is something obviously I'm not super aware of, but where do you find projects like this uh, XYO and how do you determine if uh, this is a project that you want to get involved in? Um, that's, that's a difficult, I can't even remember exactly where I found it, but I spend most of my time early in the mornings reading white papers of cryptocurrency projects. So I think over time I was just reading white papers. It's something I do, like I just said, every morning. And um, that's where I found it. You really, this, like you said, it's so easy to make, you think you've told me this before, it's kind of easy to make a cryptocurrency coin. Um, excuse me, token, not coin. It's kind of easy. I, I can't remember. Do you know how many there are right now on the market? There's, there's so many right now. So you really have to do your research. You really have to. And I think that you've sent me a, a document that kind of, or you're working on a document that kind of explains the step-by-steps that you have to take to analyze a cryptocurrency project. Instead of just looking at the price or, or reading a, you know, a marketing advertisement about a cryptocurrency like for example i saw a, a marketing ad about shiba and it it looks cool but you have to go read the white paper about shiba i mean i remember a lot of people thought it was just a knockoff of dogecoin but if you if you actually read the white paper about shiba you know it, it's an it's an entire ecosystem so i i think it just takes time to find cryptocurrency projects Yeah, I mean, in terms of analyzing, I don't have a perfect method yet, um, but uh, I take a lot of my inspiration from Coin Bureau. Um, before I get into that, my first, uh, I would answer your first question in terms of how many cryptocurrencies are out there. It's uh, really impossible to guess that number, but to know how many are listed on CoinMarketCap, which is uh, the number one uh, place for finding out the prices and well, just general information about coins uh, on this plate on this website, there are nineteen thousand four hundred twelve uh, cryptocurrencies listed and five hundred twenty six exchanges. So um, nineteen thousand that's a pretty big number. I think uh, a few. I don't. I don't even want to make that guess. I know back a while it was like fourteen thousand. Even before, like obviously back in the past, we had way lower numbers than that. So this number is increasing heavily. Um, yeah, when it comes to analyzing a coin, there are a lot of uh, things to start. It kind of depends on what your goal is. Um, a lot of people would agree that either Bitcoin or Ethereum are the safest cryptocurrencies at present. Um, and uh, as you see, Bitcoin and Ethereum, even though they're down, they kind of weathered the storm, especially since Bitcoin is decentralized. Um but uh, you see what was happened with Terra. Terra was also decentralized and well, apparently decentralized, but it lost its peg. And right now it's looking at, at 69 cents. So, well, 67 cents. <laughs> it just changed because I just looked at it. So um, what one of the biggest things is a lot of people like to take, uh, for people who are new to cryptocurrency, they directly look at the price. And this can be a problem because 
if you assume that something has a low price just by its price tag, that's where you can run into some issues. And it's the same a project in general, I think some of the most important things are understanding the fundamentals of the projects in uh, project in terms of uh, who is the team behind it, because most of these coins nowadays, from my understanding, are not really decentralized. I mean, it's like you know who the team is behind it. I think this is the most important thing. Um, but another thing is if it has its own blockchain, if you can understand like who the um, how the tokenomics is. Uh, because you need to understand how these coins are distributed and, and if there is actually a possibility for this coin to go up if you're doing it for investment-only purposes. If you believe that it's going to be the future and you just like the community, that's a different story. But in general, there are a lot of steps you can take to analyze a coin. Um, but I think the most important thing is understanding uh, the fundamentals behind it and if you think it provides value and if you think it'll be here uh, 5, 10, 15 years from now and hopefully longer. Definitely, and I, I just want to mention something since you brought up uh, Terra. Luna is a top 10 cryptocurrency, and within the last 72 hours, it's dropped 95%. Terra is the third largest stablecoin. In the last 72 hours, it's dropped at least 52%. And Anchor, one of the largest DeFi protocols, in at least the last 72 hours, has dropped 85%. We have not seen something like that um, in a long time. Um, also, another thing that I was looking at yesterday is Coinbase stock. Uh, let's see here. I sent this. Coinbase stock has, in the last six months, has dropped around 78%. And they issued something somewhere basically saying if Coinbase goes bankrupt, everyone's cryptocurrency on their app will become basically theirs. So, you know, the old saying, if it's not your keys, you know, it's not your crypto. Yeah, I saw the article. Um, it's actually one of the articles that I'm going to read tomorrow morning. I only saw the headline. And that's a, that's a very interesting point you bring up because uh, even, even some of the people who are out here uh, shilling projects and coins and stuff, they don't understand this concept of, uh, not your not your keys, not your Bitcoin. That's completely fine. We're all learning here. Um, there are a lot of things I don't know, even though I've been in this uh, game probably as long as you have. I think I started in 2017. Um, but uh, if you don't have that uh, seed phrase or if you don't have that private key, then you essentially uh, probably are on an exchange and your coins are just sitting on an exchange. And what a lot of these exchanges do, they actually do kind of something like what banks do. They have, uh, oh, I forgot what it is called. Um, but basically they lend out more than, they They use kind of a percentage of your coins and kind of like lend it out to make more money. Or they kind of use uh, fractional reserve banking, I think is what it's called. So it's like they can lend out your coins essentially to other people so that other people can, or so that they can make money. 
and this happens in the banking system too. I think most, uh, I think things are FDIC insured, but banks have to have at least 10% of uh, reserves on hand. So, I mean, basically, if, if you have your coins on Coinbase right now, and Coinbase were to go bankrupt, and this is, uh, I will read this article tomorrow. This is what I assume it's going to say. If you, um, if they got went bankrupt tomorrow, you're going to wake up and find out that you cannot withdraw because your coins are not actually there. So that's why it's important that you figure out how to get your own hard or hard storage or uh, cold storage, however you want to call it, or get a hardware wallet. And so that you have your own private keys, you have your own seed phrase. That way, if anything happens, you are the owner and you can't, you don't have to go back and say, man, I wish I didn't keep it on exchange and now you're liquidated. And for some people, this can be a lot of money. I mean, I think I read a tweet today, a guy put 90% of his net worth into Terra. And I know this isn't related to exchanges, but just in general, like if, if a lot of your money, if you if, an ex, if it's because of an exchange, that's going to hurt more than it just dropping, in my opinion, because that's something you could have definitely avoided. Definitely. You're, you're definitely right. Um, I think one of the things that one of, that we both have to look look into as it's May 11th right now, going into the summer months, is if a recession is coming. You know, I've told you definitely off offline that I think we're already in a recession. I think we're going to be here for a while, and one or one to three years. And one of the ways that I'm in the recession and inflation is dollar costs averaging you know i've picked out a couple crypto projects that i believe in no matter what the price is and i just put in the same amount one of the things that you taught me and what you just said is if you have too much of your portfolio in one project or even if you have too much of the same coin on one exchange it's very, you know, it's very dangerous. You know, for example, if you had everything on in Bitcoin and you had it all in one exchange, that's not that's really not a good thing to do. Um, so very diversifying your portfolio. And also one of the things I'm looking into as well is. I, you know, I've told you about it before is, is real estate, because. We have no idea where this cryptocurrency market is going short term. So another way for me to hedge some of my investments into investing in real estate. Um, I know you're already invested in real estate. And um, I posted, I wrote a blog about Lofty, which uses the Algorand blockchain to invest in real estate projects in the United States. So it's going to be really interesting to see you and I can increase our portfolios during this dip. I remember talking to you in one of the group chats we had, you know, the Kaba C group chat back in 2017. You know, look at those prices. I remember we were talking about Tron. I can't remember what else we were talking about. For some reason, I just remember Tron. Um, I remember Binance. Binance coin was like $15 or something like that, right? So I'm just laughing right now. Looking at all these prices, I'm like, it, this is a great time to buy. I mean, if you're not close to retirement, do your research, um, increase your knowledge about cryptocurrency and blockchain. And this is where millionaires are made. I know BlackRock is buying a lot of Bitcoin and real estate right now. 
you know, every every person needs to be doing the same. It's not a time, in my opinion, it's not a time to be fearful. And you know, what's the quote? When buy when there's fear, sell when there's not. Yeah, it was a quote from Warren Buffett, even though I don't agree with everything he says, um, but he definitely has been a proven investor, so be fearful when everyone is greedy and be greedy when everyone else is fearful. Um, that's the quote there, which I completely agree, and it's been proven to be successful if you just look at the history of charts um, in general, uh, when you definitely when you invest in, uh, let's say, less riskier assets. But I want to go back to what you said about BNB. That's a crazy... Um, point you brought up because i remember i'm looking at the chart right now and i thought it was like around three dollars which it was if i go back i'm looking right here in november i think we were talking about it right around christmas time and bnb was uh two dollars and 48 cents or five dollars so like between two and five dollars which is crazy because right now it's 276 dollars i know at its peak it was around uh 600 and almost 650 dollars i think something like that so um yeah i mean the thing people the thing is a recession i say yes you say we're already in a recession that's fine maybe we are already in a recession but officially we haven't hit one yet because that means two consecutive quarters of minus gdp growth and um for people who don't understand how a recession works um basically in the first quarter we had minus gp gdp or negative GDP, and if you have two quarters of negative GDP, which essentially GDP is like the revenue of a country, um, but if you have two quarters of negative GDP, then that means that you're producing, you're essentially the value of the goods that you're producing is less. And what generally happens when the value of what you're producing is less, so like if a lot of companies are making less money, let's say, then they got to figure out how to cut costs or figure out how to make more money. So either they raise their prices, which can lead to, uh, you know, inflation, or they can uh, lay off workers. Um, and if you lay off workers, that means that workers are going to have less disposable income, which means that they're not going to spend money. And this is a revolving circle. So recessions are pretty bad. And this is why uh, this is why um, the Fed are raising interest rates, because it's not going to be as easy to borrow money. But it kind of hurts because, um, yeah, companies are not going to be able to be as productive. Um, but in general, the best thing to do if you're uh, new to investing in crypto or stocks or whatever you believe in, um, and you already mentioned this is dollar cost averaging, because you, it's really, really difficult to time the market and to understand when the best time to buy is. So um, that's kind of how I go about it. Um, no matter what, just uh, invest uh, a certain amount into the markets that you believe in. You know, I mean, I personally believe in some of these cryptocurrency projects. I generally try to invest in Bitcoin when I can. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that tends to be what a lot of financial advisors, and I'm not a financial advisor, so that tends to be what they kind of, uh, advise to do dollar cost averaging every time you get a paycheck, set aside a certain amount of money to invest first, and then the rest of the money is what you, uh, can play with. To, uh, go to your last point, real estate. Real estate is a crazy investment because, uh, recently, within the last two decades, we've seen that with, uh, the 2007 to 2008 financial crisis um, that real estate is not necessarily even a safe asset. I mean, now it's pretty safe. I think house housing prices are raising pretty quickly. Um, but back then, uh, wow, like we got hit pretty hard with a housing crisis, but that had to do with subprime mortgages. People were loaning money to people who didn't really have good credit. And that kind of had a domino effect on the, in the global economy. So, I mean, 
I think the best advice is, uh, at least from my perspective, is to not have a one-day view. A lot of people are into investing to get rich quick from one day to another. And it's not always, I would say it almost never works that way. Um, this is a long-term game. And, a lot, and what I've learned from a lot of people who have told me about investing, it's all about time in the game and not about like getting rich quick and getting that 100x from one day to the next. Sometimes it takes uh, years before you see the, for the reap, before you uh, reap the benefits of your uh, labors. Definitely, definitely. Um, look, moving, moving forward. Uh, I just read another stat. Here in the United States, diesel is at this highest prices, highest average price across the 50 states ever. Same thing goes with unleaded gas. And, you know, we both know that we need oil in this world to pretty much move everything. We, the Most of our economies, most of our supply chains can't rely on nuclear or soil or, excuse me, solar energy right now. And I think Europe is weaning off Russian gas. So I expect the oil prices to, to increase no matter what any a political fig, uh, figure says in the next couple of months, it's it's going to increase before it goes down. Um, it's a great time for people to do their research about projects. Some of the projects that I'm looking into this summer is DAG, VRA, and like I mentioned before, XYO. There are a lot of projects out there and a lot of very good ones. Um, I mean, there are a lot of different strategies out there, too, so it's really hard to say there's one-size-fits-all strategy or else everyone be rich, right? So the best thing to do is to DYOR, do your own research, don't listen to any, like, don't take every what everyone says is fact, not even me, not even you. Like, there, nobody knows 100% what the future, uh, what the future holds, but what people do know is that history tends to repeat itself. Um, and that's kind of uh, how people kind of determine how they make decisions for the future. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, uh, this was a great. This is a great first chat. Um, I pretty much have just wanted to start this. The spaces we're definitely going to be going, having more spaces. Pretty much, you can find us on Fridays at um, around eleven a.m. Eastern time. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say, Carlos? No, it's um, it's great to be updated, um, and it's great to just chat about this because, uh, I mean, what's really important to know about cryptocurrency in general, because that's what this chat is, at least this specific chat is about, is that it is a very, very new market. I mean, $1.3 trillion is just a very, a drop in the bucket of money that's out there. I mean, I think, I don't know the exact numbers, but I know uh, there are tens of hundreds of thousands in the stocks and the bond market, so... Um, if you, if you happen to be, if you happen to be listening to this or you happen to be listening to our next, uh, sessions and stuff, just know that it's very volatile because it's extremely early. Um, and if you are interested in it or you already believe in the long-term trajectory, it's going to be, it's going to take a lot of patience. It's not going to be from today until tomorrow because a lot of people don't even know what Bitcoin is yet. And a lot of people don't have internet yet, believe it or not. So I think uh, it's, if you're if you're trying to learn about it now, you're already in the right place. Trying to understand like how do I get involved with something that uh, that uh, a lot of people believe to be the future of finance. All right, I definitely agree with everything you said. We are definitely early, 
definitely early. Uh, patience is the key in this market, this very, very young market. And I look forward to our next space. God bless. Take care. Peace.